Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, oftentimes as leaders, we find ourselves at a crossroad where we're not too sure, should I go right or should I go left? And what do you do when you get to that crossroad where calling and purpose is calling you to jump ship, but the ship you're actually in is so comfortable, it gives you all the cushions not to jump ship. And this is really the journey of leadership. You will always be challenged to stretch to the next level or shrink back to the comfort that you've known. And I'm so glad to be joined on today's podcast episode by an incredible, terrific leader who literally jumped ship from an incredible cushion that he had built for himself through hard work and tenacity. And, and, and his story is really one that's so inspiring to see how he was able to break out of the shell of poverty and stand out and do the incredible things that he does. And today's podcast, I'm joined by not only a mining engineer with a bachelor's and postgraduate degree in mining, but also, uh, which is one of the things he recently said, uh, how you will know someone as an MPA is that they'll tell you. And his most recent qualification being a master's in business administration from the number one business school in Africa, which is Gibbs uh, Harvard Affiliated. And he's really doing incredible things in the space of technology, in the space of entrepreneurship. And over and above that, I think what I love the most about our guest today is his passion and purpose and heart for developing people and being able to use his own platform to add value to others. So ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome on today's podcast, Bokang Galipa. Welcome, Bokang. Thank you so much for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Uh, thank you a lot. Um, I, I really appreciate the, the way you've introduced me. Um, I really also, on the other side, I need to update my profile. Um, there's a lot of qualifications that I've done post my MBA, and it's another thing that you're going to be touching on to say you one has to be a life lifetime learner. Um, so I don't stop learning, yeah. But I must say one thing that I've stopped is updating my profile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll work on that. And you know, when you're busy talking about this, um, the my current read is called "Ego Is the Enemy" by Ryan Holiday, one of the best readers that I would recommend to to everyone. Um, his books are really quite amazing and one of the books that he wrote was Obstacle is the Way and it's really one of those books that will help you with tenacity along the way. So ego is the enemy basically what he talks about. He talks about um, if sometimes you take a moment to look back on what you've, you, you have accomplished, you may tend to relax and think you've accomplished a lot, you know. Um, you no longer have to put effort. So it basically talks about that ego is the name enemy. And one of the second point there is that uh, the moment also when you assume that people think you've accomplished a lot in life, the day when you're seeing flames, because life can show you flames. Nobody has got this life thing figured out. We are all basically trying to figure it out. Now, because of what the perception that you've created, um, you can't even go to people and say, guys, listen, I'm, I'm seeing flames. 
um, that's your ego also being the enemy. So yeah, just basically talking on that, I would like to really remain humble and to say um, I see those as the tools for me to be able to get me somewhere other than rather to be a show off to people on what, what I have. It's just tools to enable me when I come through challenges, how do I overcome them? You know, what is it that I can learn from other people? So yeah, that's it. Thank you. I'm all yours. That was my intro. Awesome. <laughs> I think one of the things that you really need to do, I was recently, fortunately, um, sitting in one of uh, the sessions where you were kind of like a masterclass and you were speaking so profoundly, which we'll speak more to. And one of the things I also saw, which really speaks to how you haven't updated your profile in a while, are the mm. strides that you've made. And, and maybe just as we tee off um, our episode today, just to talk to us about some of the transitions that you've made in your leadership and your journey, which have landed you where you currently are. But before you dive into that, more recently, what are the three top three recent achievements that you've had, which you are extremely proud of in this season of your life? You know, um, I, I got an opportunity to, I don't know if you've, uh, you've visited the website, yeah, um, African Energy Indaba. And yeah, for me to be sharing the room with your ministers, um, there was, um, amongst other people, there was your, your Minister of Minerals and Energy, um, that day, Kwedemandash, there was uh, your CEO, Yaskom, there was, um, there were really a lot of people. I mean, uh, we can just basically just go to the website and look at it. And for me, just to be having my name being mentioned amongst those people, it meant a lot to me. And if you look at the people that were there and the companies that were there and the kind of leadership that was there, um, it really showed that there's really something big in store for me, you know, and I have to really... Mm working hard but all i'm saying is that for me being in that room with all this uh these people it meant a lot for me and prior that i had rwanda rwanda had done transform africa summit and yeah you know when i got there i thought i was going to be paying for myself but it was just amazing that some of the things you're just meant to be there without you yourself even planning to be you know to to, to be there and i was thinking i was going there for myself but when i got there i tried to pay and I was told, no, so you are actually, you've been elected, you know, that thing is not a coincidence that it landed you at the table, you've been elected as the uh, business delegate for, for South Africa. And all the costs were basically taken care of and I had the, uh, the, uh, the uppermost ticket and I found myself being in the room with three presidents of three states, you know, I had the Mali president, I had uh, the Kenya president, Mr. Uhuru Kenyatta, President Uhuru Kenyatta, I had uh, Paul Kagame, you know, the Honorable Paul Kagame in the room, in the boardroom. For me, it was like, oh, this is, this is amazing, you know, um, the things that really happen. Yeah, from there, I've done a couple of, I've been featured on your, uh, a couple of mining books, mining publications, big mining publications. Um, your, your mining in Daba as well, I've been, I've been featured, your mining review Africa. Um, uh, mining week, engineering weekly, engineering news, mining news, you name them. Those are the features that I used to read uh, about great people that I was looking up to, you know, when I was younger. And then, you know, you, you sometimes you don't realize that you've grown because of you start surrounding yourself with people who are 
who are either bigger than you or who are the same level as you. And that's something that you're going to talk about to say there's an importance to it. Very, very important that you don't want to find yourself being the smartest person in the room. But there's also a little bit of downfall that I want I would like us to to touch on as you go on. And yeah, the, the ultimate the ultimate thing is being invited to, I was invited to a church called the Great, great uh, what do you call? GWCI, you know, um, for me, it it meant a lot to me because um, I saw when the church started and Pastor Eddie who's now Apostle, I really look up to him. I used to really, really look up to him and I still do even more today, you know, um, but being invited to his church uh, to be on the same stage with him, and actually get to even address him. It was a big thing for me to say, he had been addressing me for so many years and today he also gets to benefit from the little that I have to to tell or to share. He made the congregation, you know, for me that was, that was a wow. It was a highlight. I got home and I told my wife, I said, you know, of all the highlights, uh, the event that we went to, um, go go gateway, um, for me was the fact that I could also uh, plow back because Pastor Eddie doesn't even know. You know, sometimes you're busy talking, standing in front of people, but you don't know the effect that you have on people's lives, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. For me, I felt like it's an opportunity to sow back to Pastor Eddie if that is still possible. But if not, at least to sow back in his mission, you know, to contribute towards his mission at yeah, the Gateway wow. Church. It meant so much to me. You know, it really meant so much to me that it basically revived the reason why I decided to go into into speaking. So yeah, sure. that's, that's in that Awesome. And 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 your journey. Please, please, please talk to us a bit about your journey. Uh, you are a certified uh, John Maxwell coach now. Um, so someone would be asking themselves, okay, this gentleman is a mining engineer, but at the same time is a speaker. Um, he's doing quite a lot of, he's also an entrepreneur. And, and what are some of the transitions that you've made uh, in your journey, which have uh, landed you to where you currently are? So for, for me, um, background is everything, you know. Um, sometimes they, they, you know, a person will be will keep on thinking that a paradise, it's a, it's a destination where people, where a person will, will arrive and then they'll be happy and everything will be in order. And unfortunately, we don't get there, even if you had to, have a couple of billions in your account at the moment, you'll never get to a point where you're basically happy. But you realize that basically paradise, it's, it's the now, you know, you make paradise of the current situation. And yeah, I'm from a background that even when I was uh, growing in it, only when I look back, I realized that, oh, it was quite a challenging background, you know? But then when I was there, I enjoyed that background. I remember when my mom is from Lesotho and my dad is from Zim, but I was born and brought up this side. They obviously mm-hmm. came here for 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 the economic freedom. Um, so myself and my my younger brother were born and brought up uh, this side. And during the the holidays, sometimes it would be tough that I wouldn't be able to to go anywhere for 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 the holidays. But you know what was you know when you talk about the the law of positivity, um, you look at what is it that I benefited from that. So me, my parents not being able to afford. Uh, as transport to every day or t- for every time to be going to Lesotho during the holidays, it allowed me an opportunity to meet a lot of people who will be coming to my township. Mm. And those who will be coming literally from different townships, Bumalang, um, different languages, different people. And because of curiosity, um, I'm sure you remember when I spoke about the love of curiosity. I'm quite a curious yeah. person. That's why, that is why I'm very technologically clued. That is why you see even now before our 
our meetings that I was already taking to youth, youth through some of the of the technological stuff that I'm I'm, I'm very much curious about, you know. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very very what do you call curious person. I'm quite a curious person. So I'd be curious about these people. What do they do? You know, how do they live? You know, and it also taught me to interact with different people with um, from any race, from any culture. You know, uh, black, white, women, men. It, it was for me. It was just quite easy for me that I was preparing myself for the world that I couldn't see at the moment. But if I was somebody else, I would have decided to just sit there, start weeping that ah, uh, my friends are away for their holidays and I'm not anywhere. And I want to let you, I think my stories are the most interesting when, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember when schools opened, they would say you must write about your holidays. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and mine, I, 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 want, I want to let you, I found mine quite interesting because I would have so much to say, you know, like so much to say. And you get there, there's somebody who's uh, from Ndebele and he has taught me a couple of um, what do you call it? a couple of terms in Debel and I even put them in there to say this is what they taught me or what is a dog in this language and I would just be so satisfied you know what I mean and to say guys I've got wow. to interact with different people you know so for me that that was one of the journeys um, grew up uh, lost my parents unfortunately along the way but matric before that matric my mom was quite a, a sickling and my dad was hardly at home i'm sure you saw my story my dad was quite hardly mm -hmm. at home and it's also one of the things that you really need to talk to as as parents not only as men but also as parents to say we 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 really should we should stop put or painting the dads as wrong for not being there mm -hmm. Yeah, because sometimes they're literally the ones that are carrying the family. Mm. You know, he mm. can't he can't necessarily be there while also he's feeding you. I mean, mm. my dad was working at the mines, you know, mm. and he would be working overtimes. Yes, I really wish I would have spent a lot of time with him. I started being free around my dad towards his um, dying days because I was mm. older and could sort of challenge some of the things that he'd be saying. And we're starting to have a friendly talk. Now he would also be realizing that, oh, my son is grown. He's no longer the young boy that he used to be. Now he can start asking me serious questions and we can start having mm. a true conversation. Unlike a one-way conversation, which was basically apparent to a child conversation. Now we're literally getting to an adult-to-adult -adult yeah. conversation. But he played his part. He made me, and I give him that credit. Um, one thing that I wish I would have, a conversation that I wish I would have had with my mom was to say, it wasn't that good of you, or maybe I would have told her that today, it wasn't that good of you to paint him bad because he wasn't everything bad. The point of the matter is that he wasn't, he couldn't be everywhere at the same time, you know? He could have tried um, better. Hello? Yeah. Um, I'm, you're saying something so profound, which I'd like us to double click on, which also I think from where you are in terms of the painting of, um, can be a man, it can be a female, uh, but them not being there, but also in an attempt to be able to literally take care of the family. Um, fast tracking to you now currently and the different roles and hats that you wear, how do you then juggle these roles of being a father to two beautiful um, children, <laughs> the third one on the way, uh, mm -hmm. but over and above that, how do you show up as a boss and show up as a husband and show up as a father and being able to balance these um, in our context and our day and age. Look, I really hope that I am balancing it. 
Um, I'm not sure if I am, but I hope I really hope that I'm balancing it. I still know that I've got a happy wife and happy kids when I come home. Um, yeah. And yeah, my, my employees are equally happy. But the, the biggest thing about an employee is to literally have a vision. Um, you need, need to really have a vision. This is my ugly handwriting. And every day before I start my, my work, that's what I do. I've got a whiteboard. And then I've got what you call, uh, I've got what I call whiteboard non-erasables. Um, which are basically the fixated that are always going to be the constants in what I do. So the most important thing is the vision. So I will start with that vision with my wife and also with my wife family to say, this is what I'm trying to create. Please understand that. And I think that's one of the things that also maybe my parents got wrong to say, they didn't communicate effectively to say, basically, what are you trying to do? You know, I understand, I'm aware that this is basically what I'm missing. I'm really aware. I'm not aware. I'm not, I'm not dumb that I'm going to be missing, um, my kids picking up what do you call what are you doing when they, they were searching for the for the bunny sweets they're basically searching for this yeah they're doing the easter bunny hunt and it's not it's not that i'm gonna I'm, I'm, i wasn't there i wasn't there for for them to be doing the easter bunny hunt you know but i was doing something that was going to be benefiting them what am i trying to ultimately do with uh with pilots and a group of companies what am i trying to do i'm creating i'm trying to create a legacy for you and for you in that, it's you understanding that I'm no longer I'm not I'm no longer gonna only belong to you. I belong to other people. So be prepared mm -hmm. to share me. You know, um, currently now, I mean, my wife is sharing me with you now, and you are sharing me with also your audiences as well. You know, so for me, I was like, so when you go into this journey, please just understand that you're also gonna be sharing me with other people. And that's mm -hmm. that's a purpose. That was a calling that basically I've been brought on this earth for. So let's just understand that that it's it's beyond ourselves. It's beyond me, and it's beyond beyond ourselves. So I do I do I do it I do what you call sell them. But when I when I'm at home, equally with my employees, is the same thing. An employee before you put them in any role, you must show them the ultimate vision. This is where we are as Palatima. This is where we aspire to be as Palatima. And if you really share the vision with us, you're going to be growing together with us. And you know, all of us will be happy and everybody would have benefited. Mm. Um, mm. The calculation that I showed to you, where basically I show each and every employee that they matter. You know, I don't know if you remember that we'll touch on it. We'll touch on the GDP equation basically. Yes, yes. yes. Everyone matters, you know. So I'll, I'll be basically showing them to say, this is your impact when you do well, that everyone else does well. And this is where we see Balitima going. And if you do well, you're going to be allowing other people to also come into Balitima and they can also grow well and they can also do well for others. And, you know, the cycle is just, you know, vicious, you know, it just keeps on going, you know. So let's not be selfish at it because I'm not going to be selfish. If you're not doing well, I'm not going to be selfish. I mean, I'm in a process of, it's, it's, it's sad, you know, I'm in a process where basically we have to, that the board has to let go one of the employees. And it's sad, you know, it's really sad he has gone through training and, 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 and you name it and counseling whatever you name it but then at the end of the day it's i i understand i love you as a person you know i love you as a person but i'm not going to sacrifice other people or the greater good for you <laughs> like you're saying uh, i was saying on the other talk where this um lady from one of the mines was saying yeah he said he's he's letting me go for the greater good whatever that means you know <laughs> You know, and you know, <laughs> you know the, that greater good. I want us to talk on it. So please do remind me to go back to it. But then afterwards, I know the love language for all my family members. 
You know, my younger daughter, she's very affectionate. She wants to take walks. She wants to lie on daddy. She's, she's, she's 10 and 6 now. She's 5, 10 and 6. And she wants to watch movies and just be cuddly, cuddly with daddy. You know, the older one wants to play. And then from there, he goes joking with me. You know, so I, all of them, I know what is their love language. My wife as well. My wife just talks a lot and she just wants me to sit and listen and just keep on saying, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my wife, you know. So I mean, <laughs> when 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 I'm with them, that time is theirs. As much as possible, honestly speaking, as much as possible. I'm home. When I'm home, I'm there. I'm, you know, I'm with them. When I say it's time for work, then I go work. We really need to know sure. how to put those into compartments. When it's time to play, play. When it's time to work, work. Sure. Don't find yourself all the time. So you're just crisscrossing between things because you'll never get to enjoy life. You'll never get to enjoy this entrepreneurship journey at all. Sure. Yeah, that's that's me. Um, I, I must say, uh, one of the things that used to give me challenges was I love speaking, and I felt that speaking was my my passion, and that's what I was called for. And on the other side, I, I love business as well, and I, I was struggling to say how do I merge the two. And then I realized that basically I can be speaking about my business, and that has really helped in the brand awareness. <laughs> so those they basically match. You know, when you talk about the brand awareness for Valentino, their company Valentino is only. It's a fairly new company. It was what well, it started in 2018, but the social capital, yeah, it's 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 quite big. You know, when you Google it, it's out there, you know. And it was because of Pokan liking to speak. So every time they say we want to hear this young man speak, how do we introduce him now? Because we want him to speak on this and this topic. How will the 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 renewables affect us in the I mean, how will it affect the coal industry? Um, how will the IPPs affect ESCOM or how can we transition into the independent power producers um, and interacted well with ESCO. They want to hear this man talk, but when they introduce you, it's who are you? It's Pokan Kelepa from Baletimo Mining Services. The search engine works miracle. It works miracle. You know wow. what I mean? So yeah, that's what that's what I actually saw. And again, with that, it's there's what they call a halo effect. Um, when you are good at one thing, people assume that you are good at everything to a point that you end up getting the mm. gifts that are not your specialty. You know. That's people will say, okay, well, so what can you do for us? What can Balletima do for us? So it is really even open, not, not just the brand recognition, but even opportunities to a point that we find mm. ourselves, you know, Balletima being literally everywhere. All the important mm. companies that are in mining, you know, we find ourselves being there. So that's what how how I basically decided to, or how I was able to, to match the whole speaking and the whole, um, what do you call, the whole mining thing, being a mining entrepreneur. But in that, in that whole thing, um, what you have to learn uh, that the Megagula is that you cannot do anything by yourself. Yeah. If you want to accomplish great things, you cannot yeah. do them alone. Sure. You, can't. you can't. I I don't care how smart you think you are and how much time you think you have in your life and everything. You need to make sure that you collaborate. So basically, that that's mm. I'm talking about collaboration. Be able to sit down and identify who are you going to need to be able to move forward. Open yourself, you know, to, to ideas, hear what people are saying, delegate, and sometimes let people run with things. I can't do all of those. I mean, but let's say we've got engineering, Derek is leading our engineering. We've got technical services, um, which includes also the land survey. OPA is leading that. We've got the supply services, uh, Tadu is leading that. And all of these people that I'm talking about are specialists in that, you know what I mean? We've got mm-hmm. consulting. Basically, in that um, for now in the technology space, I'm still the one who's still, who's still, in, who's still leading it. 
But when it comes to my speaking brand, there's someone who has got there who, who's holding my 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 speaking brand as well, who's in charge of it. So all of these things, you cannot do them them by yourself. You know, you need other people and wow. those people have got brains and they help you to contribute towards this big dream, you know. Um we always say you have to pay them. <laughs> don't don't try to take people for, for <laughs> take advantage of them. No, we pay them and we, we pay them quite well. You know, we really compare, you know, we, we pay them quite well. And you learn that um you've you've heard this I'm sure before to say for you to be a billionaire, you need to make a couple of millionaires. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you can't you can't climb a ladder that doesn't have steps. It's not a ladder. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you you True. need to be doing that. So for me, that's that's what I've been seeing. And it's nice when you're in the speaking because when people Google the mining speaker, I'm the only one who currently appears, you know, um, and with all the qualifications and professional affiliations that I have, I'm the only one mm. who appears, you know. So with that, um, it's easy for me to do market development. And then from there, I know that I've got a team that is reliable that can execute quite well. So that's the most important wow. thing. Never, ever try to accomplish any big thing by yourself. Sure. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for that. I think it, it speaks to leadership as well, being able to surround with a great team. I think one of the laws you shared uh, in the session where you were speaking around teamwork as well, you spoke to the law of environment, which I think was very key and, 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 and very defining for each and every leader. Um, part of the backdrop of your talk was really cleaning a few lessons from the past two years of the pandemic and how you've learned and grown from there. And I'd like you just to maybe pull three, maybe three big learnings from the past two years. What have the past two years taught you uh, within leadership and within uh, personal growth and development? You, you spoke about the environment. Um, there's a book that I used to read when I was younger. It was called Maru. And there was a line that said, environment, everything, heredity, nothing. Um, when I mm. look at what I inherited for, for my parents, I mean, let me just repeat mm. that line again. It's environment, it everything, heredity, nothing. That's what it basically mm. says. Mm. So if you look yeah. at how, what, what is it that I inherited for my parents, passing away, not much, honestly speaking. Not much, but the you know the environment that I've been finding myself around it really does build. It did build me, and it can even build you further. So um, when we talk to to the environment, I spoke to about I spoke to you guys about the mining in Daba, and I also spoke to you guys about yes. my, my recent move where I joined. Um, I don't know if it appears the vegetable collection. Collective. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Collection. Yeah. So for, for me, when I went to the mining in Dawa, I remember I had just started my business journey. It was back in 2019. I had just started my business journey and I was literally just gathering things and putting them together um, to make sure that I'm able to go there because I had learned about the love environment to say, if you want to be in, in favorable conditions, you must make sure that you're in the right environment. You know, that mattered a lot. And I paid that money. Um, it was about 45K back, at the, back in the days. Paid that money, got the accommodation, went down to Cape Town. But when I went to Cape Town, I had a plan. We literally sat down with one of my strategists and he said, okay, when you go there, what is your angle? What is the, what, what is the angle to ensure that you benefit from it? I can say to you, less than two years down the line, in fact, not even less than two years, 
already when before COVID hit, we I already had eight hundred thousand worth talks, and that was in less than a wow. year. It's eight hundred thousand wow. worth talks where people say we want you to come and give us a keynote, ABB, wow. multiple big companies, you know. But also the people that I met there, they started taking me serious to say, oh, he also comes to the money that there must be more to this guy, more than just what you more than just a, a lot of hana hana, you know. So that's that's one of the things that I, I I basically picked up and it paid it paid itself back. Then I went to also Vision Active um, collection. I had been con- contemplating going there, but I'm like, flip, this is very expensive. It's quite expensive. So when you're going to be talking about expensive, when I talk about the environment, yes, the environment will be expensive. But what I'm saying to you is, if you know that value of environment, how much or what you can get from it, you'll realize that you cannot afford not to be there. Mm. You will realize that you cannot not afford not to be there. Wow. It's, it's very important, you know. One of these days, maybe I will, I, will, I, will, I will decide to fly business class by myself, not by my previous em- em- employer, by myself, because I'll tell you, the moment you get in the business class, you start tricking business. You play mm. golf in the world. Um, people mm. asking you what you do, it's not an offensive language. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. for them, it's what? Um, is there any synergy? I don't know what other benefits have you seen from golf, but for me, I know that that's not offensive, I, you know? Mm. Well, what is it that you've, you've, you've gotten from it on your side? Besides losing balls uh, in the water and in the bush, uh, <laughs> I think to someone, it, it works out better for networking if you stay on the fairway. Because if you're in the bush, you don't have as much time to drop a conversation. <laughs> but, but, but to your question, I think you're so right. It's, I think for me, the, the network connection uh, long term, yeah. Sometimes there are conversations you have which do not give you an immediate return, Don't but you receive calls where, like, for example, I'm doing some work for uh, someone in Pretoria whom we met uh, in playing golf, and I'm saying, Norman, I have something like this, and I'd like you to possibly be part of that. And we spoke it, and we left it there until he actually firmed it up. He said, "Send me your uh, quote and stuff. Let's make it happen." And I'm like, it was just literally a game of golf. But looking at it translate into profit now is just incredible. Okay, I'll, I'll keep on dingling books just in your face. And one of the books that I'm going to be putting here is this. It's the Atomic Habits by James Clear. And you sure. spoke about Basically. some of the things. It's that you're not going to be able to see the benefits instantly. And he basically talks about that as well to say, be wary of anything that yields instant results. It's usually dangerous. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Real results show better what you call later on. That's what he was basically sure. saying. You know, real results are going to be showing later on. So for me, um, it's you are right. There are some business conversations that started in 2018, but they only started yielding fruits in 20, 2021. I mean, uh, for us to get into Mahalakwana, the conversation started in 2018, but we only got into Mahalakwana only in 2021. You know, wow. for it literally talks to that. You're not going to be getting that instant gratification. And that's what that's the problem that our youngsters have at this moment. They want it and they want it now. Nah. Mm. They want it now. I'm not sure why though. And sometimes they don't even want to put in the work, you know? They just think that you just do this and then from there it just happens. We need to learn to appreciate the process and we need to, to learn to, to appreciate that that process goes with time. In that process, there's time. There's time, you know? There's time. Sure. 
So when you're going to be talking about um, the, the business chain, you and I are going to be going back and forth. Um, I went into uh, a business that would give me also daily cash while I was going for my big goals, uh, which was Palitima, which will be giving you. Now we're going to be taking millions. So this one for the daily cash, I called it a short-term liquidity business to say in my trip or in my journey to, to, the, big, um, to the big business, which is Palitima, um, mm. let me have something that's going to be able to help me to put petrol. You know, while I'm still finding my way through the maze, you know, let me have something that's going to be able to put food on the table to pay for my kids' fees, you know, so that I don't find myself stuck. And that's one of the, mm. what, that's one of the, one of the benefits that education. That's one of the benefits from education is that you don't have to do the mistakes that other people did. We learn from mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. a person will think, yeah, I'm a core entrepreneur because yeah, there's a point in the I'm gonna be as for me. I've never hit the rock bottom because I learned from the others. I did learn from the others. Let's keep the risk. Um, let's ensure that this is going to be okay. I knew that one of the things that I wasn't going to take away when I leave my employment, I wasn't going to take away medical aid. I knew my family was still going to need medical aid. Mm-hmm. It was my cars, they were still going to be there. And then my cars were going to be properly insured. My family will have a roof over them sure. and my kids' education is not going to be compromised. Sure. These are some of the things that I said along this chain. I can maybe compromise other necessities, other ones, you know, but those ones, I'm not going to touch them. They're going to remain the same. In me going for my endeavors, I'm not going to affect my family negatively to a point that we're going to find ourselves where we maybe we had a car accident and the next thing we don't even have any insurance, then we lose everything. I never had that. So for me, it's, it's quite important to say, um, do learn, go learn, go learn before you go implement. So when you say you're doing risk taking, let it be indeed a calculated risk taking. Brilliant. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So um, you thank asked, you so much for sharing that. And I, I'm loving. Yeah, let me let me yes, let me sir. just yeah, you, you asked the I still want to go back to that. Yeah, we this these questions they just branch out so much. Mm. So much they branch out so much. Um yeah, they, you can just get away with uh you can find yourself running away now. So one of the things that I also learned is that life is fragile. COVID really told me that life is quite fragile. Um, you need to appreciate each and every moment that you are with a person because it may be your last time you've seen them. Mm. That, that really needs to sink in. There are people that maybe they passed away two years before you saw them, but that two years, I mean, two years after you saw them, but that time, the last time you saw them, it never registered in your mind that it may be the last time you see them. Mm. And with that information, what is it that you're going to be doing with that information? Mm. It's really up to mm. you. How, how, would, how would you like to spend your last moments with a person? How would you like to be remembered? And how would you like to remember them as well? So for me, it's quite important. Um, I realized when my wife got hospitalized, because one moment she was okay, COVID hit, first day she was getting, you know, she was a bit light, she had mild symptoms. And the second day, it was just something else and she was hospitalized. And when she went into the hospital, the kids were just sitting there crying. And myself wondering if I'm ever gonna if I'm ever gonna see her again. I mean, you know, COVID COVID funerals or something else. Your partner will come in a wrapped uh, casket. You're not even gonna see it. It gets wrapped. Yeah. The book gets wrapped. The casket also gets wrapped. Yeah. It's just a mess, you know. So for me, really, that's taught me that life yeah. is quite fragile. 
and business definition, it changed my business definition from just calling myself a mining entrepreneur. I call myself an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur is the one who basically identifies solutions for certain problems. Sure. So this thing of you, there's a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller and yeah, it's, 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 well, it's a well-written book. I love it. I have it. It's, it's a monthly collection of mine. It's, it's a really, really well-written book. And basically he says you need to focus on one thing and so that you can make the major impact, which is quite true to a certain extent, but don't find yourself with that one thing because if it goes down and into everything, it's a problem. I saw that problem with my yeah. speaking brothers and when they didn't have gigs at all. You know, some of my yeah. speaking brothers didn't have gigs at all because they only yeah. depend in speaking. And Bokande is, he's a speaker. Um, I mean, I had to, I lost a couple of gigs as well, a lot of money gigs, if I can call them that. You know, um, you are a consultant. Some of the consulting work was cut. The measure, you know, there's that this term here for measure. I mean, Transnet has just applied it with, with Siriti now in terms of because they're failing, they're, they're creating a bottleneck with their coal deliveries. Mm -hmm. They're really working. Mm -hmm. Um, miners or the mining guys to to be able to supply or take that mineral out out of the country for for export purposes. So for me, that that diversification was everything. You know, my stores got closed. Um, then eventually, before I knew it, they were like, "Bokan, uh, we've got this issue here. Can you help us with the supplies? Because our PP supplies have been th uh, threatened. Can you help us with that?" And we did that, and it was one of the avenues, I mean, revenues that really, or avenues that you got revenues from. So for me, it's quite important to say, you know, be, be diversified. Diversify, sure. yes, have that one thing that you're known for, but please do diversify. Don't find your eggs in one basket. And then, yeah, we've already spoken about collaboration. I cannot overemphasize it. If you want to do something great, you need to do it with somebody else. I'm not a surveyor. Uh, Opa is a surveyor. He leads my technical, uh, my technical division. I'm not a, an engineer. Uh, Derek is an engineer. He's a mechanical engineer who has done great things in his career. He leads everything that I get to engineering. I'm not a, you know, all of those things. I'm not a supply chain specialist. There's somebody who did operations management and quality and also those logistics and all those kind of things. And they know the story. You know, just collaborate if you want to make, uh, get the most out of everything. And it helps you to mm. you know, it helps your mind to be able to operate at the right level, which is the CEO level, which can be looking at how can you expand the, com the, the company and other the threats that are coming, you know, and how can you adjust to them. So yeah, that's 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 just it. Um, there's a lot that I can share, but let's just stop right there. Okay. Thank you so much, um, Bokan, for this. And to you, podcast family, I think this is all we have time for in this episode. Uh, part two, which is where we're going to be talking and introducing Miss World. So part of what we uh, didn't get to speak to in this episode is uh, a relationship Bokan had with Miss World, who literally was the best thing <laughs> to happen to him and what happened to that relationship. So stay tuned uh, for the next episode where you'll learn more, but also where you'll also be empowered and inspired by his journey on how to, to literally make a bold decision in following your purpose and calling. Till we meet again next time, continue to take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. 
And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.